Chapter 16 of Little Miss Joycing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Little Miss Joycing by John Luther Long. But was there no tree, no prince? So came the prince one morning to anthematize the tree before cutting it down, quite in the Japanese way. Miserable pine tree, he said, now I know you have not the soul of any ancestor of mine. First some vast demon cast out the soul of my blessed ancestor and possessed you. Then he gave you over to the foxes. Then you befoxed me. You reviled me. I hate you. You have not given me long life. My beard is white. I am sad and ugly. Yet I am not so very old. You are a lie. You have not given me happiness. The reason is evident. You do not have it yourself. One cannot give what one does not oneself possess. You are only full of foxes. I am. I do not believe the priest. You yourself wither, are naked, dying, a horrible skeleton. Can a thing which is itself dying give life? Can a thing which is unhappy give happiness? Can a thing which is be fox to else than be fox? And the multitude jeer at me as I go by. They say, Behold the prince of don't care what. His beard is white. He withers. He dies. It is the pine tree. He does not deserve long life and happiness. It has lived four hundred, a thousand years. It has given long life and happiness to all his ancestors. That was because they lived so as to deserve it. But this prince does not. But they do not know that you are befoxed, nor that I am, think Shaka. They never shall. Tomorrow morning you shall be cut off, yes, early in the morning when there is no one to see, and after that you shall be without a habitation forever. Foxes, foxes of the air, I shall see you run, run to new habitations. And all that night Joy Singh shivered and waited. In the morning came the prince in his retinue once more. There was sadness in his face, and now she saw that it had been a long time, and he had grown very old and ill-looking. His beard was long and thin, and quite white, just like the old princess had been, and he stooped, and held to the arm of the gardener as he walked. For now the gardener had a stalwart son, and it was he who carried the shining axe. So she knew that many years had passed. She did not remember when nor how they had happened all those years, but then it was all a matter of enchantment. For a moment the prince stood and looked sadly upon the tree, and for a moment Joy Singh was sorry, for she remembered that he had accused her of his ruin, and if she had not taken the place of the habitation of the soul of his kindly ancestor, who can say that his life would not have been better and longer and happier? Had she, little Joycing, because of a foolish wish, spoiled the life of a prince and destroyed the most renowned pine tree in the world? She was very sorry for him, but that did not bring back his youth, or his happiness, or save the tree, or remove the spell of the foxes. Such is the curse of envy. The prince bowed his head, and all his retinue did the same. Then he prayed once more not the angry prayer, but one of pity and mercy. He begged all the Japanese gods to pardon and be merciful to the evil soul 
which had dispossessed that of his ancestor, then yield it to the foxes, which had destroyed his tree, his life, taken all his joy, and to the soul itself he wished a longer and better life than his, a better habitation, and forgave it entirely, for he said that with the tree he too must die. There had always been a prophecy to the effect that with the death of the tree his line should perish, but he had no mercy for the foxes, and he was ready. So, Sahanara, all while Joy Singh was possessed with horror for the ruin she had wrought. At the last word of the prince, the stalwart young gardener sunk his axe into the tree, and Joy Singh shrieked and found herself in the arms of her father. I must be old, 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 and have missed so much. Let me have my mirror. Shh, miserable, my daughter. Why have you been so troubled? Troubled, sobbed Joy Singh. Oh, I will never wish again to leave you. Leave me. Oh, I have been gone for years and years, and I have ruined, destroyed everything. There is not a dove in the whole world. The prince was quite young when I went. Yesterday he was so old, so old, so old and sad, hopeless, such is the curse of envy. She shivered. Let me have my little mirror. Her father brought it. Why, 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 I am not old. I am not much older than when I went away. You have not been away, said her father. What? Was there no pine tree, no bug, no owl, no dove, no creatures, no gardener, no axe, no fox, no prince? Nothing. You have just awakened, said her father, and your breakfast rice is hot. If you do not understand precisely what had happened to Joyce Singh, you will have to return and read the beginning of chapter third as a penalty for careless reading. And she put her arms around her father's neck and cried upon him, and after that envy departed from Joycing forever. The End End of chapter 16 But was there no tree, no prince? End of Little Miss Joycing by John Luther Long